0: Getting back to Joseph in the land of Egypt and the seven years of plenty and the seven years of famine. So let's get right into this. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, verse 41 of Genesis 41, see, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. Joseph is over everything. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. So Pharaoh made sure that he adorned Joseph in such a way that that there is no confusion as to how powerful Joseph is. Joseph is the man. Pharaoh's putting his stamp of approval on him. Took the ring, the signet off his hand and gave it to Joseph. This ain't no joke. Joseph ain't nothing to be played with right now. Don't run down on Joseph. You have all Egypt on your head. You talk about you talk about gangster. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm getting off track. Verse 43 And he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried before him, Bow the knee. And he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. Again, Joseph has gone from sold to slavery serving in Potiphar's house, falsely accused, thrown in prison, forgotten about, and now he is over all of Egypt. Now, I'm not going to make this, and I've said this, and the reason I keep drilling on this is the human propensity to see something like this and go, yes, God wants me to have everything. God definitely wants to bless us. But if your idea is God wants you to have everything imaginable, then you're kind of missing a point. It's not that God can't give you everything imaginable. That's definitely a possibility. But if that's your focus, you're missing a point. The major point to take away is Joseph served God no matter what was going on, no matter what fell, fell out around him no matter what his earthly circumstance. And he was patient and endured all the way up to the moment that God blessed his life. He didn't give up at any moment. That's what you should be taking away. Uh, Verse 44. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot In all the land of Egypt. Again, you want to talk about power. Pharaoh is letting Joseph know that nothing is to be done in the land of Egypt without your approval. Nothing. You are second only to me. What I want to know. This is what I want to know. I want to know what does Potiphar feel like right now seeing this happen? Imagine being Potiphar, knowing what you know, knowing what you did and going, man, ooh, yeah, uh, I don't I don't know how this is going to work out for me. Not knowing what Joseph is going to do and how he's going to take this. Now, this is where I'm going to say um, right here. And this is not me being super critical. This is me wondering like a legit question. I wonder if this is where we we find fault with Joseph in verse 45 and Pharaoh called Joseph's uh and Pharaoh called Joseph's name um uh Z- zaphnath Penea. and he gave him to wife Asenath the daughter of Potiphera priest of On and Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. Now, this is why I say, I'm not going to be super critical, but I'm, I am going to say, I wonder if this is where we find fault with Joseph. Should Joseph have taken this woman to wife? Daughter of Potiphar, Potiphar priest of An, right? Priest of another god. He's taken this daughter. Should Joseph have done this? Should he have turned Pharaoh down? Should he have said, Pharaoh, I appreciate it, but it is my custom and it is the rule of my people that we are not to take wives outside of our people. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to say he probably should have done that. And and maybe this is where we find fault with Joseph. That he didn't speak up and say, nah, I can't do this. I can accept your position. I can accept your offer. But this I cannot do. I don't know. I know the Bible says there's not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. So I know that Joseph is not without fault. And there's reason to believe that this is definitely a fault right here. Um so that, that name that Pharaoh gave him. So in the, in the Bible app that I use, I was kind of looking, looking through some things, trying to get the, the meaning of that word and looking, looking in the concordance on my app, the definition it gave, uh, for the, the, the name is treasury of The Glorious Rest. And there's a little paragraph down here that gives further description. So I'm just going to read it to you. Um, Zethnath-Penea, which in Coptic signifies a revealer of secrets or the man to whom secrets are revealed. uh, uh, Jerome says this name signified in Egyptian uh, Savitorum Mundi the savior of the world and Sodom Penea in Coptic is certainly salvation of the world. Um, uh, salvation, uh, the sign of the genitive case. Okay. So it says from salt for Soteria See definition 4941. That's in a concordance. Um, Salvation, E-M, uh, m the sign of the genitive case, and Pene, world. If this interpretation be correct, Pharaoh must have meant Egypt uh, by the world, or which Joseph might be justly termed the savior. We know that the Romans called their empire, Univerus, Orbis, Orbis, uh, terrarum, all the world. The Chinese say the same of their empire at the present day, and the phrase is used in the East. Nadir Shah is described on his coins as conqueror of the world, i.e. Persia see the same phraseology applied to Syria, Palestine, etc. So it's just kind of given a, a historical rundown and breakdown of, of that name. And, you know, I'm, I'm no, I'm no scholar of language. So I, you know, felt that it was necessary for me to read that. Maybe you're a scholar of language and that, that means more and carries more weight to you and, and gives you a little bit of understanding of what, what, why pharaoh gave him this name so in my impression pharaoh and giving him this name is pretty much proclaiming that because of this man we are saved from this famine this destruction um, that's coming down a pipe verse 46 and joseph was 30 years old when he stood before pharaoh king of egypt and joseph went out from the presence of pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Egypt, 30 years old. If I'm not mistaken, he was sold into slavery when he was a teenager, like 18, if I'm not mistaken, 17, 18, somewhere around there. Think about that. All this time. And Joseph remained faithful to God all this time. You don't see him complaining. You don't see him giving up. You don't see him going sideways. He's just, he just put his head down and put his hands to the plow, doing what he knows to do, doing right. Verse 47, um, go verse 47 to 49. And the seven plenteous years, the earth brought forth by handfuls, and he gathered up all the food of the seven years, which were in the land of Egypt and laid up the food in the cities, the food of the field which was round about every city laid he up the same and joseph gathered corn as the sand of the sea very much until he left numbering for it w- it was without number and i'd read something before uh there was some art- archaeological findings in egypt and they found these really big gigantic pits and they, they went far down into the ground and they surmised that these were storehouses. And they found remnants of corn in those storehouses. And they guesstimate that this might be the storehouses that Joseph used um, for all the, all the goods during the time of plenty. thought that was interesting. Uh, verse 50. And Joseph and unto Joseph was born two sons. Before the years of famine came, which Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of An, bare unto him. And he keeps mentioning that she was the daughter of Potipharah, priest of An. Now, I know typically, especially you'll find this in the Old Testament when it refers to a daughter. It will oftentimes refer to the the father in this instant. I, I don't I don't. I wonder what is the significance of the fact that it made sure it mentioned that she was the daughter of Potiphar, priest of on again, in my mind, I'm like, should Joseph have taken this woman to wife? Uh, verse 51 and Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh for God said he, uh, for God said he hath made me forget all my toil and all my father's house, and that name Manasseh means cause to forget, and verse 52, and the name of the second is called Ephraim, for God hath caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction, and that word Ephraim means double fruitful, verse 53, and the seven years of plenteousness that was in the land of egypt or ended good times coming to an end verse 54 and the seven years of dearth begin to come according to as joseph had said and the dearth was in all lands and in all the land of egypt there was bread Everybody struggling egypt doing good they got they got that bread And when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said unto all the Egyptians, go unto Joseph, what he saith to you, do. You talk about power. They're coming to Pharaoh and he's like, I don't got the answers. Go to my man, Joseph. And whatever he says is law. Talk about the ultimate come up. And the famine was over all the face of the earth, and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold unto the Egyptians. And the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. And all countries came unto Pharaoh to Joseph for to buy corn, because that famine was sore in all the lands. Yo, Joseph was a wise dude, not only. Did he did he save Pharaoh heartache? Not only did he bring wisdom of God that saved the whole land, he also made Pharaoh a lot of money. If you wanted to buy some goods, if you wanted some sustenance, there was only one place you could go at this time, and that was Egypt. You talk about being blessed and a man being patient. All those years of turmoil. Not knowing what's going to happen, but being patient and God blesses his patience. Man, I'm not a very patient person and I normally get anxious when things are not going right. I'm being completely transparent with you. But I want to be better about that because if Joseph can go through all of this, surely the little things that I go through, I can deal with. This is definitely a different type of cat. (laughs) Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty people.